part timing is such a boon right you have so much to gain time freedom peace according to a recent article by the wall street journal the number of part timers across blue and white collar jobs has risen by 1.2 million people compared to the previous months the reasons cited for the switch range from burnout frustration a lack of trust in the markets or just an option to earn more money and get back time this was of course in the united states even in india though things have started to look up for the part timers but part timing also makes you lose out on some important benefits paid leaves laptops health insurance or so you think in this episode of ctc i speak to three people the co-founder of plum a communications professional turned entrepreneur and an independent software consultant to find out what's up with the part-timers in India. Welcome to Costa Company, a podcast around careers and workplaces by the Ken. I'm your host, Shrivar. Now, here's a nifty way to think about part-time jobs. I saw this illustration by the Work Salary Man, it's a pretty popular Singapore-based media company. Uh, allow me to describe it to you. So, let's take the heading to be flexible work or flexi work. And within this heading, we can sort of further divide this into three parts: flexi time, flexi place, and flexi load. For the benefit of this episode, Let's speak about flexi load. Essentially, as a part-timer, more often than not, your workload is lesser than a full-timer. I don't have to spell out for him that you know things might be a little bit haphazard. Meet Michelle, a communications professional turned entrepreneur who converted her full-time gig to a part-time one, incidentally, on the day of recording this conversation. I mean I wish I could say that there was some really cool reason behind it but it's a more or less a safety net right you know like in the financial sense also like I'm young and I I don't have a whole lot of years of having worked to sort of build my bank you know so now that I'm starting something that's my savings that have gone into it So yeah, she was converting a full-time job to a part-time one because she was starting her own thing, her own venture with her own funds. And the erstwhile full-time job was her safety net. Not going to be drawing a salary from it, you know, uh in the near future, so then I have to also use my savings to take care of myself in that much time. So it's nice to have I think more it's not that my the funds that I have right now wouldn't cover me they would but I think it's a lot of the mental stress that goes away from it and that is a conversation I've had with my co-founder with other people where it's like you know maybe I'll be working more hours than I ideally want to but there will be a level of mental stress that I won't have because 
I know I'm taken care of. Like I know my day to day, I'm able to take care of some money that's currently coming in, in a in a job from a job and from a environment that I already know about that I'm comfortable in. So I don't have to go looking somewhere else. I think that's a huge plus point for me as well. Why I was so, I guess I was so much more favorable to the company that I was with, where I was like, you know, no matter what other opportunities come in, even if they're say higher paying than I, what I would get here, I was like, I'll still do this because one, there's a sense of loyalty and, you know, I didn't want to leave them high and dry because, you know, they have, they've, they've, we had plans together for this year. And then suddenly I'm like, Hey, I will not be able to help execute those plans. Um, so I didn't want to just disappear. I wanted there to be a, Hey, I can help execute these plans. If you have somebody else conceptualizing them the way I was before, because I can't be doing the conceptualization, um, at my day job and then also be doing conceptualization for you know my entrepreneurship venture like you only have that much like brain juice but how did her co-workers react to this i've been quite open with my co-workers also about where i'm going when i'm going what it is that i plan to do with the rest of my time that's going to be freed up and how i'm going to be like in what level i will still be engaging with them in my new um, position, because I think that kind of is the foundation to build off of. I think it's very weird, you know, when people really don't know. And then there's that, oh, wait, you know, I thought Michelle was leaving, but now she's not. What is, what's, what's the vibe with that? And I didn't want that. I didn't want, you know, people asking each other, like, what's the deal here? So, yeah, I pretty much took my time with everybody and I was like, hey, look, this is what's happening. And this is when I'm, you know, from here, I'm not going to be around as much. Michelle, of course, is in the early years of her career. Let's hear from someone who's been there, done that for about 10 years. So I would say uh, for juniors um, or like uh, people who are starting in their career, um, and if they're working part-time um, or like doing freelancing, then that it's like uh, you're just adding extra hand um, and you're just like being a small cog in the system and you won't, you won't learn um, mm. the core, core values of the business and you won't be um, in these scenarios there. This is Nareen. He's worked part-time for brands like Mitsubishi Finance and Arcana Network as an independent software consultant for quite some time now people take like hard decisions uh, right sure. under pressure and add business value right um so so these kind of part-timers yeah like um you can uh, as a starter you can be part-time and um, play around and see then i would always recommend um people to work with good leadership and great teams right and the second category is like people who have worked for mm -hmm. quite a, quite some time and um they they can come out and and they can they would have seen the similar pattern again and again and again and how that pattern repeats uh in every phase of the organization or the product or the project so they can put themselves there and 
provide value within short time. He has a rather interesting point of view about this. He feels that it's more beneficial to have experience in the organization or at several organizations before you actually take up part-time work. Because by that time, you know how businesses work, how people work with each other, and how processes can be set up. The time you can afford to allocate to a project is minimal, but the impact that you end up creating can be exponential. So, product manager role and like um, CTO or like uh, engineering manager. So these these roles, right? Like uh, they they need this kind of work, like you know, constantly zooming in and zooming out. So this kind of work is very difficult to do part time uh, because, as I said, like. Um, as a part-time leader, you can't templatize things and give it to the team and expect everything to work, right? Um, so uh, what what uh, what you written down a week back may not apply anymore. So while Narain doesn't suggest freshers to do part-time work, he's pretty skeptical of certain people first roles to be part-time too. I mean, being a part-time product manager is a bit of an oxymoron. Michelle's point of view is clear. She wanted to work on her own venture and for that she was supporting herself with doing part-time at her previous company. While Narain is a smooth operator who goes from company to company, project to project. But see, so far we've heard from two part-timers about how they look at the entire situation, Narain and Michelle. But what does a founder who's worked with several part-timers and continues to work with them have to say? We'll find out right after this break. Stay tuned. पिछले कुछ समय से भारत में कोई भी जब विदेशी मेहमान आते हैं राष्ट्राध्यक्ष भारत आते हैं तो मेरी कोशिश रहती है कि भोजन में भारत के मिलेट्स यानी हमारे मोटे अनाज से बनी हुई डिशेज बनवाऊ दैट वॉज द प्राइम मिनिस्टर नरेंद्र मोदी ऑन हे शो मन की बात talking about how he's been making an effort to include millets in the menu for foreign leaders when they visit india just last week he even inaugurated a two day global millets conference in the national capital he even released a postal stamp and an official coin on the occasion 2023 has been declared the international year of millets by the united nations and ever since the year began every week we've been seeing some event or the other celebrating millets the army has included them in its rations state governments are promoting them to farmers and companies are launching packaged millet based foods the conversation about why millets should be the next big thing in food seems to be getting louder and louder but how do you create the next big food trend can you even do something like that because at the end of the day such matters are decided at the dining table right To find out all about this big push to make millets great again, listen to the latest episode of my podcast Daybreak. You'll find it on Spotify, Apple, and all other podcast platforms. Thank you for listening and now back to Costa Company. Would you let go a really high quality talent just because they are not available to join full time? That's Saurabh Arora. He's the co-founder and CTO of Plum. a health insurance company which raised 15.6 million dollars in venture capital by Tiger Global in 2021 they also recently released their state of employee benefits report which caused 
quite a bit of stir on Twitter. We as a company, as Plumar, um, I would say we are early into our journey into seeing how part-time has a, uh, the part-time and the full-time employees work together in a, in a good oil, well-oiled machinery. Um, and where we have experimented, um, some, some experimentation is deliberate and some are just, um, you know, eventualities. For example, uh, one of the senior uh, member in Plum, uh, they wanted to move out and start their own company. Right. And um, and there is an uncertainty for them also whether that company will grow or not. So they wanted to pursue that company in a part-time opportunity, which means that and and that person um, brought an immense value to Plum as an organization. And we we started this exploration and experiment with them that how would that part-time come out. They are still with us. They're they're working part-time for their company. This, as you may have deduced yourself, is pretty similar to what Michelle is going through with her own journey. We also have interns uh, for six months, two months to six months interns who start their journey with Plum. Uh, there is an opportunity for them to move into a full-time uh, or or not. But interns also has a part-time uh, gigs uh, that we experiment. That's more deliberate. Um, there are more deliberate opportunities that I've seen, especially in engineering product as well. So, for instance, um, uh, health insurance, by the way, is a it's a hairy problem. Uh, it's, it's like a, 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 what we famously call here is that... Uh, uh, Plum is trying to be a clean-shaven product in a hairy insurance market. But it's not just the entry-level workforce that they're engaging with. Another area where I've seen uh, working with freelance part-timers, and like I said, look, look we're we starting our journey, and this is how we are learning of how to part-time, full-time could work together and in a well-oiled machinery. Another is where uh, I've brought consultants who are deep domain expertise who have these deep domain expertise, uh, think of uh, uh, sprint planning uh, or coming and helping us do better sprint execution in engineering. Right? This, is, this is like a CTO consultant who, who, who came in with some chops of uh, building an agile workforce and then helping us adopt some good principles of how to do better sprint executions. Right? So, so those are consultant projects that worked on with us for three to four months, helped us uh, excel in our operations and then and then moved on to some other opportunity. Again, someone like a Naren, whom we heard from a few minutes ago. But there was another team at Plum that was doing something interesting. And you know what I particularly also call it like if you're doing experimentals and let's say a pre-product market fit kind of projects, um, uh, working with freelance, working with part-timers could be a great way to get started. Um, I think this is this this has to be understood from both sides that this is a project approach. Right? Our project approach is to see whether we succeed or fail, and failure is absolutely fine. You know, the, even if we come out as a failure of that project, is a success because that's what we intend to. We wanted to find out some answers, some unknown answers. So, so. Um, yes, this is one approach that uh, we follow. Um, uh, 
but like I said, this has to be the intent has to be set from both sides that this is an experiment that we are starting. Saurabh, give me the example of the UX research team, which was started almost wholly and solely by part-timers. They succeeded in their approach, and Plum used this knowledge to create their in-house function. And he suggested that more companies should try this approach, especially in the pre-product market fit stage, when they're incentivized to experiment a lot more. But here's where it's important to talk about something that Plum actually deals with on a day-to-day basis with other companies. Benefits. No, so I'm definitely losing out on benefits, right? Because now my contract is going to be purely uh, financial. Like it's going to be a freelance contract. Um, but it was not something that bothered me because my requirement from the whole situation was if I can give something less than half my time and it still covers just my basics, you know, so that I don't have to worry about my month-to-month basic overheads. That's what I want. Because I think those were the two main things that I needed off my mind to focus focus on my venture. So with those two things being covered, and thankfully, again, in a place where I already know what the people are like, I already know the work, I already know the place, that was quite... Like it was not a significant enough um, negative in for me to reconsider anything. For sure, I lost the benefits, but um, hopefully, you know, with what I'm setting up, uh, I can do my own benefits shortly. Michelle doesn't get the usual health insurance benefits in her organization, but that works for her. Saurabh, though, had a different perspective on this. And that's because he's burnt his hands in the past. Uh, a freelance developer who w- was working with us on iOS uh, application, and um, and this was this is this is like a six months old uh, engagement. And this person, um, I heard that the iOS execution had slowed down, and um, I got on call with this person and I said, "Hey, how are things? How are you enjoying it, Plum?" Uh, what's working, what's not working. And he said, I'm, I'm generally, I'm two days out of the seven days I'm blocked. Uh, and, um, and hence I'm not able to execute. And, you know, if you, if you're a full-time employee, you would not, or if it's not about full-time, part-time, if you are an employee who is not brought into the culture, well, inducted well into the culture, you would never say that I was blocked and I did not do anything. You would go and figure out and unblock yourself. Right? So, so, and to my learning from there was that we are doing a really great disservice to this person as well as to us if we are not treating them as the same as what rituals that we do here. Right? Participate in engineering weekly, participate in product teardowns, participate in uh, product reading sessions, uh, share learnings between each other. Um, so, and and because of that... And according to him, it's not just the company's responsibility, but the part-timers too. Second, over-communicate. Which is like, as a, as a freelancer, as a part-timer, it becomes even more important for you to do the over-communication. Because it's yeah. possible that the organization have not done the right 
thing in inculcating you into the cultures and rituals which means that now you need to make sure that you are you are on the right side where at the end of the day or at the end of the week or whatever the cycles are you are sending a really detailed reports of this is what happened this is what's working this is not working right so so i think it's both sides what i'm summarizing is both sides that one the part timers should also demand to be in part of the company's rituals and cultures and practices so that they are not just working on task to task they are part of the company and for companies as well to deliberately inculcate uh, or induct them into the processes cultures and rituals they themselves should want the work to be less transactional and emotionless but it's not just about inducting them into the culture Saurabh and his team were also trying to make sure that the part-timers receive benefits that their full-time employees receive, depending, of course, on the exact terms of their contract. So, what's the difference between a part-timer and a full-timer now? You ask. The answer, unfortunately, isn't very clear. The lines are getting blurry day by day. But yes, it works in everybody's favor if the expectations, boundaries, and benefits. all are written on paper i'm not uh, the kind of person that will ever sit here and like uh, promote like the whole extreme hustling aspect of it i'm doing it from a place of requirement i think in this case you know where you're going from a full time to a part time or if you're about to propose to your company that hey maybe i can do my work here in only 50% of the time or 60% of the time and then dedicate some of my time somewhere else one be honest about what you want to do with the rest of your time if you can two um understand that you're not doing your company a favor they have a lot to gain from a situation where they don't have to go out and hire a whole new person train them help them adapt to company culture so i think companies um they don't make it look like it but i think they're quite happy to keep people you know with the modified contracts and i think a lot of us are like oh man you know i'm only telling that i'm going to work 50% of the time if they want they can hire somebody else and you know so i should only ask for this really meager amount of money no you know worst case scenario they'll say no that's fine that's okay um uh, yeah so i definitely think be honest with what you want to do talk to your manager about the possibility of it and don't grossly undercoat because your company has uh, has things to gain also from this um part-time situation much like sorov from plum michel concurred that part-timers are actually quite beneficial for the org for sarders onboarding part-timers is definitely not as hard and time consuming as onboarding full-time employees but she's someone that i refer to as an anchored part-timer somebody who knows what she's doing with both gigs in one stance of course she's building her own venture and the other is her previous full-time opportunity and then there are those like narain who haven't bought themselves to a single company they just go from one project to the next which may not be as fun as you think so yeah obviously it sometimes it's a lonely lonely journey and 
there are like few ways to overcome this, right? Narain told me that he does some deliberate networking so that he's connected with other part-timing friends of his, and so that he can nourish his project pipeline. But see, regardless if you're an anchored part-timer like Michelle or an untethered one like Narain, who recommended that it was best to take advice from a lawyer or a CA before signing your contract, there's been a huge uptick in the demand for part-timers. Organizations like Plum, which are admittedly still figuring out part-timer-friendly policies, are just one example of this. It's a win-win for both employees and part-time employers. Only if you're playing the right game in the first place. So, if your next colleague is a part-timer, you shouldn't be too surprised. Especially if they're getting benefits too. Have you seen a rise in the number of part-timers? Are you planning to go part-time yourself? I'm waiting to hear your thoughts. I'm on Twitter and LinkedIn. So is the Ken. Thanks so much for listening. This episode of Cost to Company was written, produced and hosted by Shrivar Chotaria with audio engineering by Rajiv CM. I'm your other host, Sneha, and you'll hear from me next Tuesday on Cost to Company.